No, but if you piss me off, I can mute Sean. And Sean's just gone. Oh, no, no Sean. Where are you, it. Sean? Uh, <laughs> it's all me, baby. Finally, living the dream. Welcome to Brose. You've got questions, we've got answers. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in Rosé, on an audio feed reporting live from the planet Mars, Rich Sweeten. Yes. On an audio feed reporting live from the planet Venus, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. <laughs> oh, boy. And, on a, and on an audio it's feed reporting gaseous. live from, from the Jupiter moon of Europa, Mr. Tim Hansen. It's me! <laughs> full, full disclosure, all I heard was Planet Mars, Rich Sweet. And I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> huh? Well, hope, yeah, yeah, that's an accurate retelling of what just happened. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally exactly what happened. <laughs> I'm not sure I buy it. Let's check the tapes. Uh, hold on. Yep, yep, checks out. Okay. <laughs> How you guys doing? We gotta change it up occasionally. We're gonna be stuck inside for a good long while. We gotta, uh, gotta at least yeah. have a little bit of fun with it. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, proud of we us, are. guys. We're still Round getting three, together guys. on the internet, though. But still, an, un- an unparalleled coll- commitment to drinking recklessly on a weeknight. Hell yeah! I have to say, for the number you know, of times that someone has said we're all in this together at work or like in general over the last two weeks, I have that fucking song from High School Musical stuck in my head. And I've never seen that fucking movie. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) My next door neighbor had a bunch of people over today and said, we're all in this together. I was like, fuck you. (laughs) Go home. Social distancing sucks. (laughs) God. (sighs) Welcome to the Brose Podcast, everyone. Uh, (laughs) Available as always. On Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Soda, Hannah, Hannah, Cigarettes, Weed, Hannah, Hannah, Soda, don't interest me, I want everything. Uh, and anywhere else where fine what podcasts are bought and <laughs> Sorry, I believe the actual line goes, sir, painkiller, cigarette, weed, Hannah, Hannah, Soda, and, and <laughs> sorry, uh, it's a, it's a, What's his name? Uh, it's not a Wayne's bit. It's a uh, shit. What's his name? It was the Aesop intro to a Ferg. bad. Meets- no, it was not. I said Ferg. It was a intro to a bad meets evil song, but it's a comedy bit, and I cannot remember the name of the guy who did it. Uh, <laughs> might have been, might have been Epps, Mike Epps, maybe. Anyway, um, anyway, Apple, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. The premise. Of the show is to answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the show while we're drinking rosé, uh, you want to email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But before we get to those questions, let's talk about the wines that we are drinking. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Mm-hmm. I am drinking Decoy Rosé Wine California 2018. It has a duck on it. It's really good. That's all. A plus. A plus. A plus. A plus. A plus for the wine and for the duck. Uh, you did it. 
Tim, what are you drinking? Um, well, I don't remember what the wine that I threw out because I finished the bottle was uh, in between these two episodes. <laughs> Adam, already, boy. already forgot what it was called, but I just wanted to stop drinking it, so I had to finish it. Uh, so I am finishing off with a nice light glass of Josh. Nice. The one, the only. nice. Josh. Bring Josh is back, such baby. a pleasant wine. Mm-hmm. Very pleasing. It's a, it's have... a very safe go-to every time. Mm-hmm. I have a bottle of Josh White um, that's just waiting for like a really bad day. Probably later this weekend. <laughs> nah. It's going to be like that. Man. Uh, now, now, Sean, uh, you're not drinking rosé, but you're drinking something very intriguing. I am not drinking rosé because I didn't have any. I'm drinking... Celtic honey and Irish honey liqueur, which was crafted with mm-hmm. all natural Irish honey and triple distilled Irish whiskey, and it was inspired by a honey mead recipe of the Irish Celtic tribes, which is believed to bring good luck. So here's to that. My mm-hmm. mom loves it, and I will have you know a nip with her every so often. Oh, nice. And also, uh, so shout out to my mom who hates this part of the show specifically. When we talk about our wine, she thinks it's boring. <laughs> She hates this part of the show. I know, this right? Is the, easily the classiest part of the show. This is easily the the most. If I were to be like, "Hey, listen to our podcast," but just like the first fifteen minutes, because then it goes off the rails, and I don't need anybody to hear that. Yeah, this is it. This is the like first, if the first fifteen minutes of the show is easily the best content that we put out. <laughs> easily, easily. Um, uh, tonight I am uh, drinking syrup. Painkiller, cigarettes, weed, Hennessy, vodka. <laughs> uh, I confirmed that was Mike Epps, by the way, uh, who did that song, did that comedy sketch that wound up on a Bad Meets Evil song. I'm drinking uh, Bogle or Bogle Vineyards Rosé. Uh, it's a California rosé, uh, family owned since 1968. It is quite good. Uh, I, I greatly enjoy it. It's a nice mix of sweet and dry. Uh, it's got a little bit of a kick at the end, which may be uh, attributable to the uh, white pepper. But um, but no, I, I, I highly recommend this one. This is a good bottle, and I, I believe I got this for like 10 bucks or less. So strong bottle. Highly Hell recommend yeah. it. Nice. Hell yeah. Sean, you have the last envelope of questions just to remind you. Thank you. <laughs> I do have it. Sure I'm ready to go. I am ready. Air quotes around envelope. An envelope of questions is just a single email uh, delivered directly to Sean. Yeah, this uh, envelope has three masks on it. Oh yeah, three three COVID nineteen uh, was it PPE masks? Was it N is it N ninety five or something? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. so. N ninety five is the one. All Good. right. Good. Thank you. And also, Glad I don't live with a healthcare professional. Yeah, Otherwise, it'd be really yeah. embarrassing if I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is our first question? <laughs> Our first question, subject, who are the real victims here? Question, with COVID-19, with COVID-19, people aren't leaving their houses. People aren't welcoming strangers into their houses, and hospitals are experiencing shortages of blood donations. What can we do to support our local vampire populations while still <laughs> adhering to social distancing guidelines? From Charlie Brem. I love Atta you, boy. Charlie. <laughs> The most obvious Charlie question of all time. Yeah. I had the biggest uh, smile on my face that entire time. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to look out for the vampire population. He's also the only one who includes subject lines with his, his questions. Um, well, no. Mary was like, his questions don't, his like, his subject lines feed into the questions and they add so much. Yeah. So, like, they have to be at, they have to go in there. 
<laughs> they have to. So, so what are we going to do about the fledgling vampire population now? Because this is really a rough time for them. This so, is. I, I will take this moment to advocate if you can donate blood, definitely donate blood. Call your local Red Bank or Red Cross, not Red Bank, Red Cross, and they will actually set up a time where you can social distance donate uh, blood. Well, I have good. a question for you on that, Rich. Do they? Do you know if they test? Because I know that there is a specific need for bl- the blood of, of people who have who have contracted COVID nineteen and recovered. Do you know at all if um, if there's a if they if they test for it or like do do you have any knowledge about what they do about that? I do not. I haven't looked into it. Um, That's fine. I, based, I, yeah, just yeah, curious. Based on. Uh, a question from uh, the last episode where they asked uh, things that we could do to help our community. That is one thing I am thinking of trying to do is call in to, mm. to donate uh, blood because that is something that is needed. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And, and this is an easy thing. And that I won't say easy because like, listen, like there, there can be people with problems with needles or something like that. Um, but, but this is one of those things like literally it, it, it's good for your body because it forces your body to generate new blood and you're, you're helping lives. So independent yeah. of COVID-19, it's a, it's a great thing. To yeah. Do. And they've, yeah. um, they've, uh, loosened the restrictions. So if you are a gay or bisexual man, you can now donate blood. Yes. <laughs> this is one of the questions that they ask you about that. Yeah. So um, that is definitely one way we can help the local vampire population is get mm-hmm. in touch with your local blood bank, see when you can come and donate and, mm-hmm. The vampires can go steal the blood at some. Other yeah, point. we have to replenish the stores so the vampires mm. can get theirs. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, just looking at this purely from a from a a, a fiscal perspective, uh, the Fed just dropped interest rates drastically. So you don't want to keep the blood in the blood banks. It's not going to do anything there. You want to go out and spend that money. <laughs> you want to yes. go out and borrow blood if possible because this spend is that blood money. Lock, lock in those rates now while you still can. Um, and, and get out blood on, on an incredible uh, piece of financing. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Absolutely, like blood, Matt Casmel here with all of your with all of your uh, financial industry comedy. <laughs> <laughs> blood financing is at an all time high right now. So yeah, definitely, Absolutely. definitely do what you can. Yeah, it's like it's like the the bubbling uh, the bubbling brew the uh, from the Beverly Hillbillies, <laughs> blood, but it's blood. Um, <laughs> Uh, the American Red Cross says you can still go out and give blood. Uh, we are this is per the Surgeon General, I should say, but it's on the American Red Cross's website. You can still go out and give blood. We're worried about potential blood shortages in the future. Social distancing does not have to mean social disengagement. So my guess is it sounds like you know if you're able to give blood, please do it. Um, and if you're in, if if you've had COVID nineteen and recovered even better, but you know they just need blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not allowed to give blood anymore. Why are you not uh, allowed to give blood? Because he's from uh, Europe. Oh, wait, 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 because of the years that I lived in Germany, like, in, oh, like four or five years ago, they expanded the window. Like I was right on the edge of the cutoff and it's like, no, you're still cool to give blood. And then they like expanded it by six months. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm not allowed to give blood anymore. But uh, well, I'm pretty sure that's wild. How do they determine like because you were you were born in in uh, in 2004 uh, in 1990. Um, <laughs> yep. and, and, like, how do they determine like, OK, actually, we needed to expand it in this specific range of years to cover, you know, whatever abnormalities might might arise. I, like, I have I have fine. no idea. It's related to mad cow disease and the fact that you can be a carrier without being affected by it. And it doesn't really go away. Uh, but I went to give blood and I just like. Honestly, I clicked through all the questions 
mm-hmm. as I have because I had given blood before. And it's like, yes, this falls right here. And I'd read it and I was like, uh, okay, hit no. And then she asked me about it. And the woman like gave me shit because wow. I, I, she's because I had wasted her time. Why the fuck are you even here? You obviously can't give blood. And I was like, I have given blood before. This is new. They ain't changed this shit in like two years. And I was like, well, I mean, here's my blood donors card. So clearly I can get, I've given blood on multiple occasions. Why you be lying about your shit? And I'm like, whoa, what Why the fuck? So. You out here lying about this kind of stuff. Uh, you, yeah. you can't be lying. No. And I, I mean, I appreciate one of the things I appreciate about you is that you are, you are, <laughs> yes. a, you're a truth teller. Yeah. That's like, what I appreciate about you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> to quote the immortal words of Childish Gambino, why is you lying? Like, why are you, Muf- why are you Mufasa? <laughs> yeah. So donate blood to help the vampires, everybody. Do it. It's really <laughs> huge. The, vamp- the vampire community desperately needs it in this in this dire time. Yes. Uh, and also maybe other people, but mostly the vampires. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is our <laughs> next question, Sean? Uh, our next question is specifically directed towards Matt. But comes God from damn, God damn it. But but comes from Amanda Hastings. Oh, Matt, okay. How is your new role going? I can oh. imagine this is very different than you thought. I hope it's going excellently. <laughs> well, that's very kind of her to reach out and, and ask. That. <laughs> now you feel like a dick for your initial reaction. My initial reaction, like God damn it, no, because uh, like, God damn it, Alex. What are you saying now? The PS is like Jesus. Your egg takes are awful. Um, <laughs> no, so, so it is interesting. So as as I've alluded to on the show before, I I, I did take a new job uh, uh, about a month ago. It was actually exactly a month ago from the day that we're recording this. And uh, <laughs> it is weird because I was in the office for two weeks, and then I got a call from my boss. Um, uh, the, the Sunday before I was supposed to go in for my third week, and it just you know it was just a call that said, "Hey, everybody's working from home until mid-April." So I continued to essentially train for this job while working from home, um, and so I have been doing quote unquote side by sides with um with uh with my mentor at the at on my team, and my side by sides I mean just talking to her through Skype for business and uh, and doing phone calls. So I, I have a USB headset that is getting a great workout over the last couple of weeks, <laughs> uh, unknowingly, because I've had to, to do a lot of phone calls through the, the soft phone. Um, it's weird. It's weird. And, and I would say the weirdest part is I worked at my, my old job. I've worked in, I worked in a bunch of different jobs in my old employer, but I worked there for eight and a half years. And no matter what, whether you work in one department or like seven, you wind up knowing the same kinds of people and you grow a rapport with them. Um, when you just start a job for two weeks and then you, uh, start working from home, you can't, there's no one, to, obviously there's no one to just turn around the, the cubicle uh, to go to and say, Oh, did you see what happened with the Eagles today? Um, but I can't even like, you, you, I don't know any of them well enough in those two weeks to just ping them out of the blue and go, uh, what's up dog? Uh, <laughs> how's everything going? Uh, you, you don't have that at that point. So it is a little strange. And so you're, you're walking this fine line between not wanting to be the new guy pain in the ass who's like constantly reaching out for help, but also y- you want to be productive because nobody wants to be the person who works from home and immediately like has their productivity, you know, go, go through the floor. Mm-hmm. So it's been, it's been weird. 
I don't mind working from home. Um, my, my setup is nice. Uh, I, I count myself fortunate. I brought my work laptop home. I linked up my second monitor. I've got my desktop up here that we record the podcast on. So I basically just set the desktop up to some podcasts or some music in the morning and just, you know, go to town on whatever work that I've got or whatever I'm, I'm, you know, whatever sort of dummy deal that I'm working on as training. Um, so it's good. I, I will say the commute was incredible for the f- 10 days that I did it. Uh, <laughs> it was a great, a great commute, uh, compared to what I was doing before. Um, so yeah, that's eh, really about it. It's, it's strange, but doable is the best way I can put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's, that's at least you, uh, after starting for two weeks, they were able to accommodate you like, Oh, look, we're not going to let you go for starting 10 days ago. Yeah. Let's get and, you and, set up at home. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I think the, the other, the other part of this is, um, and, and Sean and I talked about it a little bit in one of the things that, that is unfortunately, uh, something that, that benefits us as far as our day-to-day employment is um, in the the financial industry and the medical industry are the two areas where I don't think there's going to be a, a lot of, of uh, a ton of, of layoffs in, in the immediate future. Um, and the, the main reason is I specifically, maybe, maybe the overall medical, uh, maybe the overall financial community, but my job specifically, I work in small business and we had a bunch of meetings today. My job, I'm not going to tell too many tales out of school here, um, but essentially we had a bunch of meetings today because um, the CARES Act just gave a lot of guidance as to what the Small Business Administration is going to do as far as, you know, deferring payments on loans and offering, you know, uh, you know, loans with a little less restriction on them. And so my job specifically, uh, there's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of work to do because there's going to be thousands and thousands of, of business clients who are reaching out and saying, hey, I, you know, we can't make our payments right now. Uh, you know, we, or, Hey, we got to shut our business for two months. We need something to float us for those two months. And so I think in a, in a, in in an unfortunate way, it it benefits my job because it, it offers me a little bit of, a a little bit of protection in that sense, because, you know, the work that I do is something that is, is, it's not as, it's not nearly as integral as what, like somebody who works as a, a medical professional would be doing, but it is something that's very important in a way for mm-hmm. what the country is dealing with right now. Yeah. So I, I think that's yeah. part of it is they, they, they look down the road and we're going, well, Jesus, I mean, if the economy keeps crashing the way this is, we're going to need people, you know, people are going to be asking for loans. And so, you know, even if Kasnell doesn't know, you know, his left hand from his right at this point, uh, he's eventually, he's better than having nobody there. So uh, here we are. <laughs> yeah. That's wild, man. Mm-hmm. I can't, that's such a bizarre, unique thing. Yeah. That I don't it, think. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's just, you know, weird timing, you know, I, 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 all at once, you know, I, again, worked at the same place for eight and a half years and then decided to leave right before, you know, a, a world, a global pandemic. So, yeah. you know, my, my sense of timing is impeccable. Let me tell you, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Didn't make a, a, a huge life change, uh, change for my family right at the time when, uh, when disaster is right around the corner, but yeah. it's going well. That's very kind of Amanda to reach out and ask for that. Yeah, it's uh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm trying to think of other like like a more general parallel for this, but like you know, I, I'm I'm curious to see if other people like recently changed jobs to see like you know how this impacts that. Like you know, I think I, I think yeah, I think you are in a kind of a very unique position because I think for most people that's it's what what happened to you is not how it's going to go. You know, if no. if you recently got a job most places, like even. 
because like the, the medical field in general is okay, but even hospitals are laying off administrators. So it's like if you got a job re- recently, you're probably one of the first people to go. It's it's yeah. you and the older people who are at the same level and you, but are making a ton of money. Exactly. So. And, and I have seen a couple of companies like uh, like uh, Bank of America recently made an announcement that they're not going to lay off anybody because of coronavirus in 2020. You know, you can, you can parse that language and read between the lines as much as you as you want. But, you know, there, there are companies that are, that are trying to make that statement and just saying, like, oh, we're going to guarantee your payment for mm-hmm. now. Uh, and, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm, it's I'm also economy right now. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not one to like uh, laud corporations in general, but I would like my my job specifically has been very understanding, especially about, you know, everyone who's at home now, especially people with kids like you're in general not going to be as productive like we when you have children, usually mm-hmm. even if like I so a lot a, years ago i guess at this point there was yeah. uh, an outbreak an outbreak of um bed bugs in the office that i was working in so i had Ooh. to work from home but still jake was in school alice wasn't born yet but jake was in school and mary mm-hmm. would go off to work and i would be home alone and able to do all my work all day and it was mm-hmm. great but now it's so much different because jake's here alice is here mary and i have to you know tag team do work so it's just by virtue of that, it's just such a different working from home is nice when you can actually work, you know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. It's yeah, hard. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, 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 I have to work, but also, you know, I have to take into account that Mary has a job that personally I, I find more important than mine, you know? Like as yeah. she's dealing with people whose lives have changed at this point. They can't go mm-hmm. out anymore, or, or uh, the consumers who work, who live at the group homes that she helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, manage but like it's wild but yeah i've had that feeling when working from home because i've I've had opportunities to work from home uh before this you know usually like you know it snowed a lot and i just didn't you know drive in or something like that um and it's a weird feeling uh the people who are working from home might understand this where you're like you're at home all day and so you're like oh boy i didn't like get any laundry done or do any cleaning and they're like wait a minute i was at my job i was here for Mm -hmm. eight hours like of course i didn't do any house chores like i was actually working yeah um but but there there is that that you you sort of have to i think we talked about it on the the bonus episode where it's like you sort of have to treat it like you're at work like i i I get up i put on you know collared shirt you know i I put i wear jeans but I, i still like get dressed i'm not there in like sweatpants or anything and that's not the way that everybody does it, but that's just like my thing to like make it seem like, okay, I am at my job and here we go. So mm-hmm. yeah. um, anyway, that was a very Matt specific question. I would be, uh, and I appreciate Amanda for asking it, but I would be happy to uh, go into a question where we could all answer it. Maybe. Oh yes, let's <laughs> yeah. move on. Uh, this one was submitted by your mom, Matt. <laughs> so Matt, what do you think? Let's get off of this question about Matt, Matt and go to a question from my mom. <laughs> Do you think America will elect a female president in your lifetime? Yes. I would hope so. Um, Unequivocally, yes, it will happen. Um, I mean, um, not to get morbid, unless we all die in like two years, I, I think it will it will happen. I I would like to think so too. I don't I don't think it's a certainty, but I think it's very likely. You know. Yeah, uh, Germany and Britain have already had 
prime ministers or presidents that that are women. Like I, I can't imagine that that we're that far off. Uh, yeah, I think we're further off than we were mm. after Donald Trump got elected. Mm. I think he set us back. Truly, mm. I think it's going to take a couple more, you know, milk toast white dudes to get back to a place where we can, you know, vote for where I think America at writ large will be willing to vote for somebody who doesn't fit that specific i'd agree with that like i i'm hopeful that it would happen it is absolutely possible Uh, i just have very little faith in our country honestly yeah we got and and the argument that like an another other countries have done it obviously we can typically if another country has done it we use that as a reason to fuck that we're america you're damn europeans socialism fuck that shit and I'm not saying we need to be a full socialistic company, uh, country, but there are policies that could be helpful across the board. And it's just like, no. The point is that like just because something works in another country does not mean we're going to adopt it because it worked. Exactly. So, but yeah. if we're going to do that about things that make sense, why would we do it about everything else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, let's not, see, I, I guess yeah, there's always the possibility that like because Trump you know, or because America, we won't wind up doing this. I just can't imagine like in, in an ideal scenario where, you know, let's say a lot of us live until we're like 90 years old or something like that. I can't imagine that in the next 60 or so years that we won't have one woman like 60, what, 65 or four. So you're looking at 25. Am I doing that math right? 40, 20, 20. Um, looking at 25 presidents potentially or 25 terms of presidencies. I can't imagine that one of them won't be. No, that well, math doesn't work. Um, but uh, but fifteen, fifteen. I'm sorry, I added a ten. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, but that's in terms of presidencies. Yeah, that's but potentially eight presidents. That's that's not that many, man. <laughs> I, I, know it's, I know it's not that many, but I can't imagine in in that time we won't have. You know, I, I cannot imagine that. I I I, w- I would want to see the numbers of um, the number of women who ran for the presidency prior to say 2000 compared to the number of women who ran for presidency post 2000 to see like i feel like we are more likely now than prior to then because it seems like there are more women running in general that's that there are going off of memory i mean i can't yeah, I mean, I I didn't know. I don't know who was in the primaries in two thousand. Yeah, was like I was a baby. Old, but yeah, I was a I was a, a wee lad. But uh, <laughs> but a yeah, mere but, pup. But a I mere was pup, twelve years old. I I didn't know, but like that's that's what I think is a big outlier for it right now. Is I I would hope that we do have a female president, and I think it is likely because we have more females running for presidency mm-hmm. than we did back when. Like uh, when Matt, your mom was our age and whatnot. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I hope so, but I, I just, you know, I think it's. I'm also kind of at this mo- in this in this exact moment. I'm very cynical because I'm just so upset all the time. So I think mm-hmm. if you were to ask me this question, maybe like two months ago or like f- maybe four months from now, I think I'd have a different answer. But I think yeah. it's I'm a little bit like, ugh, like this, the things that I'm seeing happening are so 
counterintuitive to me that I'm like, I can't see anything going the right way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. just looking at the, the for Democratic so for Democratic and Republican Party candidates specifically, um, the list of uh, primary primary election candidates for president are uh, Clinton in 08, Clinton in 16, uh, Warren, Klobuchar, uh, Shirley Chisholm, Mar- Margaret Chase Smith, <laughs> uh, your girl, Tulsi, G- Tulsi Gabbard, uh, Carol <laughs> Mosley Braun, uh, Elvenia Lloyd Duffy, Michelle Bachman, uh, Carly Fiorina, who I, I completely forgot about. Carly oh, Fiorina. I, for- I forgot about Bachman, too. I remember Bachman. I for some I was conflating Bachman and Fiorina. I thought they were mm. the same person. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Heather Ann Harder, Patsy Mink, and uh, Faye T. Carpenter Swain uh, back in 1964. Oh, beautiful uh, name! Who, who earned yeah earned uh, seven thousand votes before losing to uh, some some fucker named Lyndon Johnson. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so th- th- there have been a, a, a few, but not nearly enough. Yeah, uh, I think I, by I, the numbers, it seems like it's more likely to. Have happen now because more women are running which mm-hmm. is good that's it that's how it should be yeah um yeah i i i would say i i still firmly believe it will happen in our lifetimes mm-hmm. even yeah. if there are only like eight presidents you know seven if trump decides he's going to run for like three terms or some ludicrous <laughs> shit like that uh but uh but i i i it's gonna happen i i think it's ultimately going to happen there's enough uh honestly I could see like one of the, 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 what is it? The squad, those new representatives like Ilhan yeah. Omar, Ocasio-Cortez. I could see, I could see Ocasio-Cortez uh, yeah. becoming president when she's eligible. I also, I think I was, I wasn't accounting for the fact that a lot of this is going to be morbid, especially considering what's going on, but a lot of old people are going to die and not for nothing, but that demographic. Yeah. But that demographic, I think generally has that kind of mindset that's like women can't be president because they can't they're too emotional or whatever you know what i mean like that that type of that type of view that would inhibit you from voting for from voting for a woman Mm -hmm. is it skews older and so by the time that we are you know in our 50s or 60s -hmm. and we're in that generation like those people for the most part will either not vote anymore or be dead so like that demographic kind of gets taken out literally and where you're left with people who are okay with, with, you know, women, women being president, you know what I mean? Like, so I think it's just, I think hopefully before we're too old, I think the, the shift, you know, we're all, everybody's skewing liberal, the younger you go. So more, more progressive and more liberal as, as time goes on. Mm -hmm. Um, Wrapping up, uh, did you guys know Roseanne Barr ran for president? I do. I did know that. In the Peace and oh. Freedom Party in 2012? I I did not know of this Of course she way. did. Yeah, she, is, freedom. she has committed to running every single year forever, I think. Every every presidential election, she will run for president. I'm pretty sure I remember hearing that from her. Yeah, great. Good for her. Yeah. Awesome. Good use of her time. Um, what is our next question, Sean? Our next question, submitted by Molly Craig, is which is the better musical... The Wizard of Oz, or The Wiz. <laughs> so, I full disclosure, I've never seen The Wiz, but I'm certain that it's a better musical than The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> uh, ditto. 
I've That's never, all I got. Um, make it three. <laughs> I, I'm familiar with the Wiz, but I've never, I've never seen it. I don't know the music. What little I know about some of the songs from the Wiz just already shows so much more depth of the characters involved that it's like, duh. Yeah, I'm, I'm fairly certain it's better. I, The Wizard of Oz holds a special place in my heart. I'm fairly certain it's my mom's favorite movie, and you know I like it a lot, but I'm pretty sure the Wiz is better. I've I've never actually seen The Wizard of Oz all the way through, nor have I ever seen The Wiz. So I'm just going to say The Wiz. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you're listening sure. to Brose, the podcast where four white dudes talk yep. about uh, <laughs> The Wiz. <laughs> the Wiz. <laughs> Having never seen it. You know they what? Interpret, they interpret oh. uh, Dorothy as a 24-year-old Harlem school teacher. I retract my as statement. All, as we all know. I retract my statement because I was thinking of uh, Wicked rather than The Wiz because I did not know that they were different things. Listen, listen. So wait a minute. You, pick, listen. you confused The Wiz with the only thing whiter than the original Wizard of Oz? Listen. Fuck you. I didn't know The Wiz was a thing. I just assumed we were talking about Wicked and I just had the wrong name in my head. Come on for her. She's Wicked. Listen. Fuck you. <laughs> we love you, Tim. <laughs> I, I, we clearly, never said I, I was the Wicked all the way through, and I would, I would take the Wicked over the Wizard of Oz, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wicked, Wicked has a dope down. soundtrack. Oh, such a good soundtrack. As far as the Wiz, I don't know shit about the Wiz. Until now, I didn't know it was a thing. They had it at a uh, Tim at, at our old employer uh, church farm school summer day camp. They had a VHS of the Wiz uh, sitting around in the video room, and we never watched it. Obviously, <laughs> instead we watched Inspector Gadget two with French Stewart as Inspector Gadget. Oh, that well, was such a bad movie. You'll you'll likely remember this movie as a movie that existed. So, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the Wizard of Oz currently sits at 98% on the tomato meter. Rot- and- rot- hold on. Rotten Tomatoes from okay. a movie that came out 75 years ago. And <laughs> The Wiz, which came out in 1978, has a 42%. But, yeah, yeah, but look at the audience rating. The audience rating is what matters. It's, well, the audience rating for The Wiz is 65 and for uh, The Wizard of Oz is 89 So, Like I said, I- ignore the audience rating. And <laughs> principally at... What you think of the film? I, I will say the Wiz is on Amazon Prime. You can rent it for three ninety nine. Do we have to have a Netflix party? But on Amazon Prime, <laughs> what an atrocious our... atrocious segment where we just like repeat facts that we found about the Wiz. <laughs> can I can I stream my Amazon Prime to you guys? We'll just do it that way. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. All right. Well, well a full review of the Wiz uh, for session twenty eight. <laughs> And because of the the social distancing, we'll each watch it like nine times before we get together. We we each have to take detailed notes, have write an essay. Yeah. Can you tell which songs were written by Luther Vandross and which ones weren't? (laughs) Describe. Uh, What what is our next question, Sean? Uh, Our next question is, so I had posed a question on the Facebook page after I listened to 26.2, I believe it was. The basic premise is, do you think there should be interventions for people who are are making themselves sick by either overeating or undereating like there is for drug use and alcoholism? 
it is one of those weird things because we are told to love everyone how they are, but also live our healthiest lifestyle thoughts mm-hmm. submitted by Siobhan Keller. So okay. the, the question is, that was very long. So if I lost anybody, it's, mm-hmm. do you think there should be interventions for uh, over or under eating like there are for drug or alcohol, drug use or alcoholism? So basically like abusing food. Like, I'd yeah, say absolutely. Yeah, like if if you know somebody who like uses food as a crutch, just like you would do to somebody who who uses drugs or alcohol as a crutch, like definitely like do what you can to speak with to do like an official intervention. Like I I I'm a bigger guy. I'm the biggest guy of like like roundness wise at least <laughs> of the four of us just straight buff <laughs> um <laughs> i don't have that Swole as hell. like tim like nah uh, <laughs> those triceps but like <laughs> all I, about my tries and my delts i've i've always been like overweight and i know that but i don't overeat like i don't specifically overeat i'm more just lazy and like I know that there's nothing an intervention will do for me, but if there's somebody who overeats and is lazy but doesn't acknowledge it and just can't understand it, that's when you need to like jump in and be like, "Look, mm-hmm. it's your lifestyle is kind of not good." <laughs> yeah, it's like, like it's the best. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I would say th- this is kind of a weird. It's it's such a gray area because it's really difficult when it comes to eating to 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 kind of gauge where it becomes a problem. You know what I mean? Like because yeah. there is this idea like you can be overweight, yeah, and like, not no acceptable. Like it's not like heroin. Like there's no like you can eat a hamburger. And it's fine, but if you eat twenty hamburgers, it's it's a little bit bizarre. If you have any heroin, that's typically a problem. It's it, there's no parallel as far as you know other vices. Yeah, I would think if anything, it's more important because because of that exact distinction. You need food to live, yes, but do you need twenty burgers or twenty pizzas or so? If anything. <sighs> Clearly, drug drug addiction is terrible, but yeah. like you know that clearly you should not be doing heroin. Heroin is going to kill you. You know that. No one doesn't know that, and if they're saying they don't, bullshit. So you, at some at some point, you may be able to come to that realization yourself. But anyone who is eating food, it's like, well, I need to eat to live. That is not wrong. So I would argue that for something that is necessary f- to sustain life rather than something that is legitimately poison in your body. It, it, it's different, it's but tricky, if yeah. anything, it's absolutely necessary. It's, it's odd because obesity is one of those problems that you can sort of attack at a macro level, but not a micro level because there's so many different things that feed into like why somebody might be overweight. Like, uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I put on a couple of pounds in the last couple of years, but even when I was at my lowest weight, I was still considered like borderline obese. And I was down at like two fifteen for a six foot five for a six foot three guy. Uh, like the, the, the guidelines are a little bit weird. 
Um, so there are different reasons why people are heavier than others. Um, so it's, it's one of those issues that you can say, okay, Hey, we, as a country, listen, we're, we're a little bit heavy, you know, it's not good for the healthcare system and things like that, but it's hard to, to pin down at a micro level because there are so many reasons feeding into it, whether it's genetics or whether it's just, Hey, listen, I like eating a lot. You know, it's one of those, it's, it's, it's a strange problem. I think there's a differentiation to be made between eating for fun or eating as a coping mechanism like almost like eating as a reward or eating, you know, because, you know, you, you like eating like it, it, almost like eating as a reward is not necessarily great eating as um, as a, as a coping mechanism for stress or anxiety, like stress eating, you know, everybody does it at times, but like, you know, maybe not ideal. I don't know. I I, I tend to side with, with with Tim and Rich. Like it's something you should address if you see it, but it is is a tricky thing to to bring up to somebody because there yeah. are certain. Listen, everybody's got a different appetite. Like somebody maybe isn't. You know, th- there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason besides gluttony that like the double quarter pounder exists. It's because yeah. someone ate a quarter pounder and they were like, "Hey, that shit's delicious. That's just delicious," and I'm still. F- hungry as a result and you know everybody's got a different caloric intake it's why you know you can't just say well there's a 2000 calorie you know guideline from the the certain food and drug administration or the surgeon general and that's not a one size fits all because somebody who's smaller shouldn't be eating 2000 calories and somebody who's bigger should be eating more yeah. so uh that's a long way of saying hello <laughs> but uh but that's kind of kind of what it boils down to like like use your own judgment there you know if if you think it, use your own judgment of the person if you think somebody is using it as a coping mechanism uh or as a way to escape other problems then maybe that's an opportunity to be a friend or be a loved one and to address it um but listen man there, there's some people who just like it. Like, I love eating. I love food. Food is food is like my love language. Like legitimately my love language <laughs> with me and my wife is like I, I like cooking delicious food for the two of us, and and that's fine. Ultimately, like it, 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 in everything in moderation. Ultimately, yeah, yes. When it comes down to it, if you are legitimately concerned about the well-being of someone who matters to you, then the answer is yes. Sure. Yeah. Skew yeah, skew yeah. that way. Deal with. Listen, if you're worried about offending the person, sure, but like their, their well-being is more important than them being offended in the moment. And yeah, if absolutely. they if and if it helps them, ultimately, they will realize that it was for their good and it's won't be a grudge. And if they don't realize it's for their good and they do hold a grudge, then that could be a toxic relationship that maybe you don't need to continue investing in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's a different topic. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, any other thoughts on that or should we move on to the next question? So. So do we think there should be interventions? It seems like yes. See. But but it is yeah. a kind of gray area and it's difficult. You yeah. Have to, it's, it's a case-by-case thing. I think it's easier with a drugs or alcohol because there is a, obvi- a more yeah. obvious line. Yeah, yeah, this can't be like the, the It's Always Sunny episode where they're just going intervention at any time somebody pisses them off. Like mm-hmm. it can't just be one of those where it's just like, oh, we're interventioning Frank because he's a real D-bag. Like it, <laughs> it's, it can't be one of those. Like it's it's all about context. Yes. I could yes. see yes. them interventioning Frank because he's eating too much, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Such a good show. <laughs> uh, what is our next question? Our, the penultimate question for this session is, uh, do you have any suggestions for non-TV things to do? This was submitted by Amanda Hastings. And also, a P.S., 
You should host a Brose virtual happy hour on Zoom. You know, I was thinking about this. Um, and, and you know what? Screw it. We're on the show. I'll bring it up now. I think it would be interesting to do like a, a quote unquote live show and field like live questions because we're ultimately kind of doing yeah. this anyway. I think, I think, yeah, I, I don't think we would use Zoom. I think it would be, I think Something Twitch, Twitch would be a better yeah, option for us. Yeah. Um, because it's you still have that interaction. Uh, yeah, we could definitely set up a Twitch so that it would just be the four of us talking, but people sending in questions through the the the, the feed itself. It'd be the four of us playing Smash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. dude, the four of us playing Smash and shooting <laughs> shit would be yeah uh, the worst content, but also the best content. So, <laughs> so, so I think we could set it up into two different things. If we wanted general discussion or and a virtual happy hour. Where it's literally just we drink and we're talking with people, Zoom or something like that might yeah. be better. But if we're doing a live broadcast, then yeah, Twitch would be the better option because we don't need a million voices. We can barely handle us four not talking oh, over each other yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I will say my one of my favorite writers, Drew McGarry, said that he had recently started doing like uh, Zoom or Skype calls, but he had downloaded like a whole catalog of ambient bar noises. So that he could call uh, people that he knew and pretend they were at a bar and like have a drink and just shoot the shit. I thought that was awesome. Like, I, I a like brilliant that. idea. I like that. Yeah. Um, um, so shout out, shout out to Drew McGarry. Not that he yeah. needs uh, my, my pimping. I like but, seeing uh, the post. There's a post floating around of a company conference call on Microsoft Teams. Uh, and the one boss turned herself into a potato by accident. <laughs> she couldn't figure out how to turn it off, so the entire meeting she was a potato. <laughs> um, so, so the first part of the question though was, uh, what other non-TV related things are we are we doing to pass the time? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Learn I'm an reading... instrument. Yes. I'm. I'm. Or, or rediscover an instrument. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I started playing guitar again more frequently. Same here. I'm I'm gonna start picking up the bass, especially now, uh, just to try to noodle around and maybe call up you guys to see if you guys can help me out and do virtual jam session. Let's do it. Yeah, yes. exactly. Let's uh, pick up a book, read a book. Doesn't have to be a depressing Batman book, uh, which wasn't depressing. I I know I'm making that joke a lot. It was a dark subject, but it was a really good book, and it ended on a pretty good note. <laughs> Um, this is the one yeah. where he beats up the pedophiles. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, somebody sure listener has context. Yeah, um, I'm the hero you yeah, deserve. Try reading, a... <laughs> <laughs> try reading a book, or uh, honestly, even just shutting everything off and listening to a podcast without doing anything else. Yeah, like when was the last time you just sat there and listened to a podcast? And not done like work or or cooked or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go to uh, we have the Brose podcast has uh, thirty no sixties seventy two episodes. Is that <laughs> yeah. right? No, that's the not preposter- right. No, it's more than that. It's uh, so many. I, uh, count, counting this this session, um, not counting any of the weird bonuses that we've done, but counting this session, we should be at like 81. 80, 81. 81 yeah. to be exact. Yeah. yeah, so you can re-listen to old brosés. Or if you are just started listening, go back. We have so much fucking content. Or, and, as, and, I'll, and hear me out on this one, don't. 
Yeah. Also, maybe don't. I genuinely am proud of of, of of everything that we've done. Yeah, and, but and there are there is a plethora. Content. We yeah. we also we also have the Brose playlist on sure all available apps. Mm-hmm. Um, I just broke that out the other day. Was, yeah, while I, was should, home, um, I broke out the Brose podcast. We should update that. Podcast. I I feel like we yeah. should just do a yearly update. So we did it back in September. In September this year, we should do another like uh. There could be some extenuating circumstances. Yeah, though, I think might, there, uh... there are all bets are off right now. I think we're yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, this we're might be the... the last song I ever listened to, to be honest with you. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, there might be some extenuating circumstances where the the, the yeah. Brose the Brose uh, the Brose Bros have to put out a a uh, self isolation uh, playlist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Um, what other stuff you can do? I, I highly recommend relearning an instrument. I've, re- I've recently, um, I, I've, I've played guitar for years, but I recently broke out the guitar for the first time in quite a while. Uh, played some guitar and started singing a little bit, sang a little bit of Lucero, uh, on my own and recorded it. I am a little pitchy, but I'm getting <laughs> back to where I am as far as singing voices. Um, and, and learning a new skill and, and that can be, you know, something contributing to the community, like, you know, learning to sew, if you want to sew one of the, uh, the N95 masks or just learn something different around the house, take an opportunity to, to, you know, learn something handy around the house, um, take an opportunity to clean, you know, the garage or whatever room it is that, that, uh, that has been sort of a bugaboo that you don't think you'll ever have time for, like, um, or reading. Like frankly, like like Rich is doing, pick up a good book. Um, it's a good way to settle your mind, uh, and, it, and it's a good way to sort of work a different part of your brain that doesn't get worked when you're just watching TV or playing video games. Yeah. Um, Tim, any suggestions? I'm sorry. What was the question? There we go. <laughs> what, or uh, if you want, you know, you know what, you know what, I recommend to the listeners come up with a better bit for Tim. Come up with something different that Tim can do. When he has this has been a team him. bit for the last year and a half. I'm tired of your shit. I know, but you've been taking, you've been, you've been driving it home. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little uh, bit. What, yeah, what else would you recommend? Uh, <sighs> not non TV related. You know what? I'll, I'll recommend one more. I'm going to interrupt Tim. And now that I've asked him what the uh, yeah, what his, son of his a idea bitch. was, um, like uh, related to our last subject, if if you're able to, if you're physically able to, go out for a walk or go out for a jog. Like it might be your only time outside for a decent period of time, but I, I swear to you, it is it is revitalizing. Yeah. I, I promise you that. Like go go out and take a stroll through you know your neighborhood or or whatever. As long as you're maintaining a healthy social distance, go out for a jog, get some sunlight, get some fresh air. Like it, it, this is this is a good time to 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 try different like you know cardio workouts or or lifting workouts or something like that. If that's something that you're interested in. Yeah, I might pick back up on Pokemon Go just to walk down the street to the church and up the street to, like, the water tower just to get a couple of the stops and then come home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do that a few times a day. Yeah. All right, now, Tim, go ahead. Uh, so but One more thing real quick. No, okay, go ahead. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so I, I would say, yeah, that. Just because you ha- are being, yes, some places call it shelter in place. Uh, clearly there's social distancing, but that doesn't mean you literally have to hole up in your home and never do anything. And I think that's what's driving a lot of people nuts because they're going so far to that end. 
Yeah, I mean, you don't can, show up at like Lincoln Financial Field or something. Like you can still yeah. like walk around outside. Don't start wrestling random people on the street. Like clearly that's a bad idea. But it's a tough week for you, Tim. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Everyone wants to wrestle me. Um but yeah, go go for a walk. That's awesome. Richie's reading has is a phenomenal idea. There's a ton of books and stuff that I would love to read and I didn't even think of that. I've been reading comics and stuff that just like steam rolling through them and it's like, yay, I'm up to date. Now I have to wait a week for a chapter. God damn it. Um and, or, or uh, like, on reading, sorry to interrupt him. Uh Audible, you can do like this subscription or whatever and your free book doesn't have to be the same same book all month you can get rid of that book and get a new book you just can mm-hmm. just get one free book a month and as an add an additive to that uh because because there's a lot of great ebook or audiobook uh opportunities there um if you're if you're looking at something that maybe contribute to, to the community during this time if you have a bunch of old books that you've already read and, and don't plan on reading again or if you if you read a book during this time and you decide you're no longer interested in it um your local library could probably take the donation because uh, i'm sure there are gonna be a lot of people who are looking for stuff to do maybe i, I don't know if local libraries are even open at this point um but but a, a place that could take those donations would be would be great as well so yeah, keep yeah. keep that in mind yeah. Uh, but my big one would probably be any project that you have decided or, or have been continuing to put off because you don't have the time. Yes. Ta-da! You've got time. Yeah. You're being legally mandated to use this time. I'm, I'm definitely going to weed my fence line as best as I can over the next mm-hmm. couple of weeks because I, I'm not going to be doing anything else. Yeah, like we've been working on going through our stuff and it's like, okay, these are things we don't need to keep and we have to donate them and it's like trying to, goodwill is kind of sort of open sometimes, but not really. So trying to coordinate getting rid yeah. of any of that is a different story. Um, but our, our my makeshift office slash guest bedroom uh, is also where we want to set up like our older systems that don't need to be in the living room with absolutely everything else and we haven't done that so all that stuff sitting in boxes so i might attack that this weekend and just clear up boxes yeah. clear up space make this look nicer it's sort of um, found time at this point exactly so just work all those projects you've been putting off you can finally actually do and maybe all the better for it when we come out on the other side of this uh is the last question sean coming up Oh yeah, this last question uh, uh, that I had to put in front of me. He's oh, like, you said, you said my name. Mm-hmm. Yes. Would you say it's the? Uh, is is this the, uh, the the final question? It's, a it's final the final question. question. Final countdown. Oh, who said that? So <clears throat> this one submitted by Molly Craig. This session, completely uh, submission-based. Every single question was, oh, except wow. for the yeah. roadshow. Awesome. All Big of time shout-out to the listeners. listeners. Uh, we, really, we really do appreciate it. And, and the significant others do a great job of providing us good questions in the interim, but uh, we, we really do count on you guys to provide re- really interesting and really diverse questions for the show, so thank you. Looking, looking at yeah, the listens over the past week or so, we've – We've gotten a, a boatload of listens with 123 over the past week. Yeah, can't thank imagine you so why. Much, listeners, <laughs> like just thank <laughs> you and and keep on listening. 
Yeah. Keep on listening, baby. Yeah. Keep listening. And asking listening. questions. <laughs> Brose, the official uh, baseball opening day replacement uh, of, the, of Major League Baseball. I miss baseball so much. This opening day was supposed to be, uh, I think Philly's uh, home opener was supposed to be today. Yeah. Oh. Bless up. Uh, okay. So this was, I think, I, I don't know if I said this already, submitted by Molly Craig. What is something you thought for the longest time but have recently discovered was incorrect? That having that <laughs> roof light in your car on was illegal. <laughs> Is illegal. <laughs> so, so I every every like every couple of years I come across these stories, and then I remember when I found out that that wasn't a thing. But you didn't have your parents tell you that that like in your car that like roof light, internal light, it was illegal to have that on when you were driving at night. You've yeah, never heard that. that. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So wait. So what you found out was that it is not illegal. Correct. It's not oh. illegal. Oh, I, I, I just thought that was because my parents were pissed off that I was putting it on. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, but it's but a lot of everyone's parents told them that. So at some point, you're gonna get a group of sure, people. Sure, my who mom think- told me that like the black spots on the road were little kids that didn't look both ways before they crossed the street. <laughs> but eventually, I figured out. Yeah, but clearly that that's not bullshit. All of them lined up with reality. <laughs> But that's one of those things that can slide by. That's not like a thing that it's like, oh, yes, I looked up this law. It's just like, yeah, no, it's illegal. I'm just not going to do it. Right. I, I just figured that the cops had better things to do than to deal with me with my like my my cabin light on or something. <laughs> Listen, that, that, was, that was mostly it. Just because you're smarter than me. <laughs> No, I'm right there uh, with you, Tim. That's a, is a did, recent I, development that I did not you. know. I mean, I, it just it just never crossed my mind. I guess I I guess I also just learned that, but I also had not entered my brain for for a pretty considerable period of time. So, how, so let me guess: how, how did you find out that it was not illegal? Uh, a subreddit or a post on Reddit that was just like, "Hey, yeah. apparently a lot of people think this is illegal. Totes not a thing." <laughs> and then it just pops up on Facebook like every other year. Uh, Sean, have you learned anything recently that you always thought was true but is not? Um, I don't know. I I I know there like every so often I am just dumbfounded by how stupid I was, and it just like <laughs> it hits me in waves. You know what I mean? Like like every so often something will come up. But it's like it's always something so small, like it's always something. It's it's rarely. It's most of the time something very insignificant, and I'm just like blown away by how dumb I was that I didn't think about it. It's I actually. It's it's less that I I realized something that I I thought for a very long time that was wrong. Not saying I'm, I'm like infallible, but like it's less that, and more often it's something that I should have known. And just never questioned. You know what I mean? Like there was a very long time that I knew what a kiosk was, but I saw the word kiosk spelled and I thought they were two different things. Yeah. For for a very long time, like an embarrassing, like I was in high school before I realized that the, that you spelled kiosk, K-I-O-S-K. Like it was like too long. Like those are the things that happen more often to me. <laughs> like I'm just like, oh yeah, it's a koisk. 
<laughs> Clearly, he's just coming up to the Koisk. It was the Phantom Tollbooth. I remember. I was reading the Phantom Tollbooth, and I was like, he's just coming up to the Koisk. And uh, I don't know what that is, but it's something. And he's coming up to it. So context clues. It's it's some sort of structure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's usually uh, how it ends up to me. And like Martha's just like, "Are you dumb?" And I was like, "Listen." <laughs> Yes, a little bit. <laughs> Rich, has there been anything that you learned recently that you always thought was the opposite? I, I'm sure there's countless. I just can't think of any right now. Oh, that yeah. the Spanish flu didn't start in Spain. <laughs> oh, that's oh, true. Yeah. I just found that out. Yes, I, I agree I, with that's that. That's a really yeah. good answer. And yeah. a great answer, yeah. considering we're trying to be like, well, you weren't mad about the Spanish flu. The Spaniards aren't mad. It's like, I mean, one, yeah, they probably are. And two, <laughs> what part of Spain, what part of Kansas was Spain in? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, 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 that's a good pick, because I, I also just learned that within the last couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. But it has not stopped people from going like, well, of course we can call it the Wuhan flu. It's the Spanish flu. And people uh, talking about how like what we're doing now is unprecedented. It's like, is it or is it just we don't talk about it because it happened a hundred years ago? Yeah, yeah, it's unprecedented for the generation that is currently alive. Uh, that this certainly never happened to to me. Uh, no. But uh, but sure, sure. At, at some point in society's existence, something like this has probably happened eventually. Um. But yeah, uh, the Spanish flu one's probably the one for me too. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of another like weird one that I just didn't know and I always assumed was correct. But the Spanish flu is the most recent applicable one. Um, it was nothing related to the car, Tim. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, it's okay. Clearly, you're smarter than me and Sean. It's not. It's not have anything to do with that. <laughs> it's, it's simply just not something that entered into my my uh my line of thought for for many many years um but yeah that's that's about it any other thoughts on this one i didn't know for i still don't really understand so like going through having a child you learn like i i had like catholic school education i think i talked about this before and i had no idea what was going on really you know what i mean like i know in like Mm -hmm. a really weird way but i always thought that the egg like the egg like traveled through the fl- like from the ovary to the fallopian tube into the into the uterus, which is what happens. But apparently, the 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 ovary and the fallopian tube there is a portion where it's not connected, and it just kind of like is suspended in air for a little not air, but like yeah. Oh, I like, certainly I, did not know that. I yeah, and I'm like, what the hell? How's that happen? How's it not so, shoot off into other parts of your body? I still don't know. So that's the problem <laughs> is that it can is that it can. It oh yeah, that's how you get ectopic pregnancies, and that happened to my sister, and that's how she lost her child. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like that's brutal. Oh fuck! Didn't know that was a thing. That's yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't understand how it works. So like, I found that out, and it's through everything I knew about how babies are made into the fucking trash. Because I still now I'm like I don't know anything. I don't know because so because I, <laughs> I I learned so much about this stuff. <laughs> while your wife was going through pregnancy with with, with Alice, because I didn't know any of this either, and yeah, I had a situation. <laughs> Listen, the school system in America is failing their children, is especially their men. Like, uh, not as, uh, that's that's a. Uh, let me walk that back. In this instance, I think 
it's very bad that nobody knows how babies are made. <laughs> it's a mystery, I mean, not even doctors. <laughs> I've had girlfriends that like we've talked about things and it's just like, so you don't understand how your body works either. That's kind of weird. Yeah. So, it's, so we, we are it's, failing it's our not children. just us. Okay, that's good. It's not just me then. No. Well, or so she was it. just a complete fucking idiot, which is distinctly possible. Mm-hmm. You can, yeah. But two things can be true. Two things yeah. can be true. <laughs> I use that all the time now, and I love it. Two things can be true. Um. All right, that's about it. Does anybody have a closing thought or take or or anything they'd like to leave the listener with? Um. Stay separated, guys. <laughs> Stay home. Like this is three weeks. This is yeah. This is three weeks from now. I think it's going to come out. We're still supposed mm. to stay home. Probably be safe. Yep. Uh, I'm in. I I guess I got to take. I'm enjoying all of the musical creativity coming out of this. Not just not not just parodies. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Because that is the only reason I wanted to have a take. <laughs> What's for you guys to say? Um, but th- there's been a whole lot of uh, anytime anything public happens, there's parodies, there's this, there's that, the other, other thing. But usually they suck. Honestly, I think the creativity coming around, coming out around this one, has been great. The parodies, the original songs, and also just the creativity of people adapting to their new circumstances human ingenuity is a great thing uh the other the mother of invention is necessity or something like that yeah that's why we had the roaring 20s because the spanish flu made us fucking miserable and killed so many people it's like we gotta fix this shit uh and that's exactly what we did so we may have a downs point now but it's highly likely that things will be fucking awesome on the other side. So yeah, fire mm-hmm. way through it. Ben yeah. Gibber did uh did did one of those uh live like a live concert because I, I guess uh Death Cab was supposed to be on tour or something. So he's done a couple of live sets from his apartment, and the first one that he did, the very first song he did was a, a postal service song called "We Will Become Silhouettes," uh, which is great because the first lines are "I've got a cover with cans of food, filtered water, and pictures of you, and I'm not coming out till this is all over." I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> He gets it. Um, <laughs> nah, I agree. Spot I, I, on. And I maintain with my 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 take from from our bonus episode, which is, listen, this is this is going to be really scary. Um, there's going to be very s- scary and and sad parts of of what is happening. Um, but you're going to go crazy if if all you think about is all the sad and the scariness. You got to give your your psyche an opportunity to take a break, and you got to remember that in in there's there's a a likelihood at the end of this. As, as bad as things are now, that things will be okay in the future. That's all. Um, all right. Yeah. Anyway, dick joke, dick joke, dick joke, dick joke, dick joke. Uh, yeah, we did it. Yeah, we did Finally it, guys. Slid into home, brought that one down for a uh, Sean, where can, people, where can people find your takes on Twitter, Sean? You can find me at hey, it's SOB. How about you, Rich? At B underscore Walnut. And you, Mr. Hanson. At Tim R. Hanson, huh? <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter at no. Uh, and you can follow <laughs> me 
on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is available at Brose underscore podcast or on Facebook at Brose Podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere refined podcasts are bought and sold, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn, among others. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the show the way that uh, so many of our listeners contributed this session, and we, we thank you all for that. Um, but email those questions to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com, and we'll do our best to answer them uh, during one of our upcoming sessions. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling and, and distributing our questions to us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, to, to Shannon Vogel for designing our logo. Uh, and you can find her work at Etsy.com or at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. And you can listen to his work at the Free Music Archive. Uh, Rich, you host another podcast. Yes, come check out uh, PodQuest, a weekly uh, nerd roundtable where we talk about any news that happens throughout the week as well as what we've done, likely to be Final Fantasy VII Remake or whatever book I might be reading, probably something zombie-related. And you can listen to my other podcast, the Keystone Coast to Coast podcast, where you can listen to me and Eddie break down in excruciating detail the CARES Act. Or uh, what our favorite, what our favorite uh, NBA player was uh, for the 76ers. Uh, we'll be doing a lot of uh, sports related nonsense over the next couple of weeks while we try to get uh, sports fans out there who are, are grousing over the lack of sports through a, a very difficult couple of weeks. So uh, we'll, we'll do our best for that. Say goodbye to the listeners, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweeten. Sean O'Brien and the entire action moves team. Mama, mama, mama. I love right. cows. <laughs> and we're I could have gone longer if you wanted me to. My, uh, but I don't. My name is Matt Gesnell, reminding you, reminding Moo to be smart. <laughs> ah, there you go. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Did it.